Comic Book Savant, episode 428. Welcome back to the Comic Book Savant. I'm your host, James Harris. This episode is going to be a trade review. I know I haven't done any straight up comic book reviews here on the main podcast channel in a while. Um, it was the response was kind of limited when I was doing those episodes heavily. So I spread it those out to the Patreon feed for comic books a lot extra as well as the YouTube channel as well. Cause they seemed to be getting, they were getting more attention on those, um, those two uh, avenues compared to the main podcast channel. Maybe I was doing too many of them. Um, but what I decided to do is I decided to spread going forward, kind of spreading the comic and trade reviews around on all three, uh, T pillars of the comic books of uh, experience and do, you know, spread them out throughout because I'm doing a ton more reading and, you know, um, if you guys have listened to the podcast, uh, going into the end of last year, into the new year, one of my biggest goals or resolutions were to read and do more comic reviews. Um, though I cover so much in the realm of the comic book industry, I felt like I had gotten away from it and I didn't read as much as I wanted to read. So I've made it a real mission to buckle down and read a lot more over really the past two years. I made a big increase last year and I did more reviews and I'm doing even, you know, I'm, I'm probably, already have doubled what I read last year so far into 2019. Uh, so, um, I, I wanted to anything I pretty much reviewed cover and put it out there for you guys, because you like me, you know, you probably hear, you know, and get a whole, hear a whole bunch of buzz about different books. And I want to try as many as possible. You guys via, you know, if you hit me up through the comment section on the YouTube channel, if you email me directly through the website, um, or if you message me, if you're a Patreon supporter and you hit me up there, I'm always, you know, I'm always asking and getting recommendations for new books and I, I want to check them all out. So I really have been trying to, <clears throat> if you recommended a book to me and you haven't seen a review for it yet, it, it doesn't mean I haven't read it because I like, I have a ton of, um, reviews in the works that I'm just have to sit down and record. I'm like, I don't know. I've just been, you know, we, we always talk about this as comic fans. Sometimes you really get, um, on a roll, like you get locked in. I've been so locked in and creating content and like reading, I'm like reading so many trades, like back to back to back to back to back. Um, so I'm just writing up my reviews, you know, I'm doing my points and just like, I have a stack of content, like just loaded up for you guys. So there's plenty more comic reviews. So if you recommended me something, you're like, Hey, he hasn't gotten around to it yet. Trust me. I'm trying to burn through this, the backlog and stacks that I have from recommendations. And you guys give some great recommendations. I've really, I've enjoyed more than I haven't enjoyed and the books that I've read and done reviews on so far. So, um, I appreciate all that and, and keep those coming. I love, cause 
I can't cover every book that's out there. So many books, you know, um, that's released weekend, month, you know, weekend, week out, month in, month out through all the different publishers. So if you have a book you feel strongly about and you think I might like it, please let me know. Um, and I will, like I said, I will try my best to get around to it and review it as quickly as possible uh, so we can let the rest of the, uh, the Savant Society know about what books are good out there. So with all that being said, this particular review is going to be on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Volume 9, Monster, Monsters, Misfits, and Mad Men trade paperback. This is unpublished through IDW Publishing. Um, it's written by Kevin Eastman and Tom Waltz. The artist is Mateo, uh, Mateus uh, Sanlucho, and colorist is Rhonda Pattinson. Lettering is done by Sean Lee, and it collects Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles issues 33 through 36. Um, last time, I think I talked about IDW's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles title was a while ago, and I think it was a Cutting and cutting My Stack episode, and I think it was just finishing up the um, big event they were having called City Fall. And I finished that event, and I had fallen woefully behind. I think they're like at issue 100 now, or just surpassed issue 100. So I've fallen like way behind. Not that, not for any other reason outside of just again trying to cover so many books. And I try to rotate. I don't try to lock in on one book so much. Um, so I had fallen behind. I was buying this book monthly, <coughs> excuse me, and then I started converting over to trade paperback. And then around this time last year, towards the summer, no, it was July last year, because I was on, I was on my anniversary uh, in Mexico, and Comixology had a huge sale on ID um, on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and um, yeah, and they had the IDW collections, which does like they're like twelve issue collections, so it covers like a year of the story, but it is. Um, it's concurrent storyline. And what I mean by concurrent storyline is IDW's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles line is massive. This is the main series that they started. Um, gosh, I can't remember what, 2016, 2016, 2017. I think this, this is when the series started. Um, it was around the time that first Nickelodeon CGI show came out. Then they, they've, um, that that series finished and they have have a new series out now um <clears throat> so it was um they've had like spin-off series and all these other different things that is connected to this main series and they went back reprinting the original um Kevin Eastman series as well so it's it's a lot but the great thing about the IDW um, collections editions they include them in chronological order so like if a um, what they called uh, macro series came out which is basically they would do like um, a mini series of one shots focusing on like the turtles then some, the allies and then the the foot clan and the enemies um, and they really drill down on that all those run concurrent and kind of slot into place um, chronologically with the main storyline of the main book. Um, so in the IDW collections, they will have them in their proper place. So you can read the, so you don't have any gaps in the story, which I think is really cool that how they have that set up. So they have those, I mean, they're hardcover editions. I think they run about, they retail for about 40 bucks. You can probably get them on in stock trade, um, a lot cheaper. Um, 
and they're probably the best value, the best bang for your buck when it comes to collecting the series um, and you get it in the proper order. Because if you just buy the trades, you do not get the like macro series and um, they've had some other limited series um, like they had some on the foot clan and, and um, things like that. So you don't want to miss out on important story beats or what could be important story beats. So I rec- highly recommend at this point, And this is basically how I've been buying the series from this point forward is with the um, IDW collections. It's just the um, best way to go. Let me see. So when does this series start? Issue one came out. I want to say 2017 might be 2017 or 2016. No, it's been that long. Okay, so the original print date for issue one of this Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles goes all the way back to 2011. It's been that long. Wow. Time has been flying. But they're closing in. I thought they were already at issue 100. They're actually not. They're, um, from what I'm seeing, they're like in the the mid-90s. So they're almost about to hit hit, um, issue 100. But yeah, if you, um, like I said, I'm looking now, I'm pulling it up because I want to make sure I reference this properly. Yeah, so if you do the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle, uh, Ninja Turtles IDW collections, they have volumes one through, I want to say, uh, one through eight are currently out. Um, nine is going to be, is on the horizon. It's going to be coming out shortly. You would already have it on here on Comixology Unlimited where you can pre-order it. So it's coming out in, in June. So it's coming out next month. And again, they retail for around 30 to 40 bucks. But most, you know, more than likely you can get that about half price online through, uh, like I said, probably in stock trades is the best way to go. You're going to get the best deal. And they're beautiful. I've seen pictures and I've seen um, reviews of the hardcovers online. They're beautiful bound editions. Um, they're really nice looking. Like if I was still collecting physical comics, I would definitely buy these in physical form. I've been buying the um, ever since last year and they had that sale. Um, I was picking these editions up, the digital um, format of them. They're for like when they have the sale, they're about nine bucks. So it tax, they're like under 10 bucks. Um, and again, like they cover a good section of story, at least like 12 issues, maybe more in one of the editions. Uh, so it's well worth you know, well worth the cost of picking them up. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I'm looking at volume one. If volume one of the IDW collection is like 423 pages, it's a really good, a really good series. And I've gushed about it before. It's basically, if you are, I grew up primarily, I'm a kid of the eighties. So I grew up on the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles cartoon, um, that Saturday morning cartoon that ran for almost, gosh, I think almost 10 years. And it was like a big part of my childhood. And then they had the live action movies with the guys in the foam suits. They had, what, three movies. Um, they had the video game. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles were one of the hottest um, toy, comic book, cartoon properties of the 80s. And one of the, the one of the few that had legitimate staying power um, as a series. And back in 2011, they relaunched this series with one of the two... Um, main creators, Kevin Eastman, um, they, um, came over to IDW and they really just, they got back to the basics. I knew it from the cartoon and the movies. I never, um, 
read the original, original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Um, it was uh, independently published before independent publishers were a huge thing. We're talking about, pro- I mean, like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, I think, originated in the late 80s, early, early, um, excuse me, um, sometime in the 80s, early 80s before it kind of hit the mainstream and took off. Um, and it, they were very hard to get a hold of cool thing with idw they have a good deal with kevin eastman that they've gone back and reprinted like the original series but what i like about what they did they, they did a good thing they updated the series they took tropes uh, some tropes i heard from the original um independent series stuff from the cartoon they brought it up to date for the 2000s um, it's a little bit darker and on a more adult side than they do have a, a kid's line that's based on the newer cartoons that were on Nickelodeon that are way more kid friendly. This is more geared towards um, people like myself that grew up on the original Turtles and know, know them from the cartoon and that mythology. And they've um, brought it up to date, did their HBO kind of, you know, Sopranos, The Wire kind of treatment to it. Um, and, you know, not where, you know, and I, I don't want to misrepresent it where it's like so dark. I feel like if you have, I wouldn't let a six-year-old read this Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles series, but if they were 11, 12, you know, preteen, teen, they're fine to read this. Um, and it's just a modernized take on uh, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles mythology with a an adult spin on it. Um, so this is volume nine. Like I said, this is, um, like I said, issues around 33 to 36. Um, at this point we're coming out of, um, city fall happened. The turtles were very, really shook, uh, shook up. They kind of retreated for the, um, the past few issues and they were in the country in New York trying to regroup themselves. Now they're coming back to the city. They've had time to kind of heal their wounds, regroup as a team. Now they're easing back into the city, trying to find shredder and trying to loosen his grip on the city of New York. Um, and we've at this point, um, if you don't know much about the mythology, we've been introduced to a lot of different aspects at this point. 30, 36 issues into the series. We, we've had our main conflict with, with Shredder. Um, we've been introduced to Krang and and the whole um, otherworldly element, um, alien element of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And we have other mutants that have been mutated from the ooze that are running around like um, um, Old Hob and some, some other characters. I don't want to get too much into it because I don't want to get too spoilery. But it's kind of where we are because, again, I'm, I'm nine volumes into uh, into the story. But overall, what I have to say about this and what I've, I've consistently said about the series from the beginning, um, I think Kevin Eastman is more um, a consultant. I think more of the actual script writing. I think he helps come up with the story. Tom Waltz really handles the heavy lifting when it comes to the actual scripting of the issues. Um and um, Marteus uh, Stelucho, he's a great artist. He has this kind of, um, it's reminiscent to the old Turtles cartoons and art style with a modern, slightly, I want to say anime feel to it. Um, but he, he's he's a really good artist. And it's a, it's a shame that you don't hear more about him or Tom Waltz, you know, anywhere in comics. Because this is a 
like I said, a solid book that's been running for a while now. And it, you know, and it's a, a good, you know, a good story. And they keep, they keep the characters engaged, interesting, great character development, great artwork. And it's an, it, this is an expansive story. Cause like I said, it's not just the main series. They've had different off, offshoots of mini series, macro series, as they call them, um, crossovers that all tie back in and feed back into the main story. So again, though they're, like about 95, 96, I think they have issue like 96 for pre-order on Comixology. So these books are already been solicited. So it is massive, but it's even bigger when you think about those other offshoots to the story. Um, and it's just great, a well-produced book, well-written and told stories and very engaging. I feel like you can, like, even if you're, I feel like if you haven't grew up like myself being a huge Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles fan, if you picked up this from volume one and read it throughout, they give you everything you need right from the beginning. You know, like I said, I hadn't read Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles or seen Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in a long time. And they reintroduce you. They don't assume that you know every, you know, the history of the characters. They introduce you into the characters. They build the world up slowly through the issues at a good pace and a good clip where you get great um, character development from all the characters, not just the Turtles or Splinter or Shredder. They cover all the characters and even side characters. So that's a great thing about when they even go further into the macro series where they drill down on a particular character, even a side character, support character, and you get to really flesh them out and get to know what their motivations are for what they're doing and the choices they're making. So then when you go back to the main series, you feel even that much more connected to them. You start caring about them as much as the main characters. So they've done a phenomenal job of world building in the, in the series and they've continued to do so. And I still have some catching up to do. Like I said, this was my last run of like uh, trades before switching over. So going forward with my reviews, they'll be of the IDW collection. So I, like I said, this was volume nine of the standard trade paperbacks, but then I come in at volume five of the IDW collection. So I have um, volume five, six, seven and eight and then i'll get nine because it's just the easiest way to catch up wait for those volumes to come out and they constantly have this is a really fun series so they constantly have sales like if you um do read comics digitally and you want to start getting into this series um just check comiXology Every few months, I would say every like two or three months, they have a huge Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles sale. So then you can pick up those, you know, like I said, those IDW collections for about for under 10 bucks uh, per volume in there. And I'm telling you, you get a ton of comics. So it's well worth the money that you spend on those. And that's been like my way. So I'm going to be I'm going to be starting to read the first the first volume that I own. And I'll be reading those, be getting caught up with the series that way going from here on out. Um, I would have to rate this uh, particular volume. I would have to give it uh 7.75 out of 10. Again, it was a little bit slower just because it was city fall was a massive event and there was a lot of fallout and it was a big shift for the series. So it was time for characters had to regroup. And now, like I said, now we're, we're ramping back up for the next big confrontation that shredder does not know the turtles have made it back into the city yet. Um, they're trying to reestablish themselves and getting the, uh, getting back into the sewers, getting their home set back up. Um, so it's a lot of moving parts and, and it's still 
some damage left and some marks left on the turtles from city fall. And um, so it's taking some adjustment, but you starting to see the series ramp back up. So this was on a transitional uh, type volume, but it was good character development for a lot of the characters involved. Um, you're seeing some other players that were kind of in the shadow start to position themselves in the forward for what's to come next. So I'm really looking forward to that. So 7.75 out of 10, which is a good read for me. Again, I can't recommend this series enough. Um, you owe it to yourself if you if you like action, martial arts, Mutant Ninja Turtles, pizza, anything of the above. This is definitely worth uh, a pickup. Uh, and if you are a member of Comixology Unlimited, if you subscribe to um, Comixology Unlimited, you can read a, a lot of the first trades um, through Comixology Unlimited for free. So um, as it's just being signed up for the service, so you can't go wrong, you know, with that either. So it's really like a, you know, win-win situation when it comes to that. So if you're subscribed to Comixology Unlimited, let me look and I can literally tell you, you can read volumes one through seven so you can pretty much read about to where i'm at in the series through um through the trades if you sign up for comic size unlimited and that's not bad that you can read basically issues one through let's see volume seven takes you to to issue 28 so you can almost read the first 30 issues of the the series as a part of your subscription to Comixology Unlimited, you can't beat that. You know, that's a, almost a third of the issues that's been released so far on the series as a part of your, you know, subscription. So, again, you can't beat that. Sometimes, I, you know, I get feedback from people that say, oh, well, Comixology Unlimited, you know, they tease you because you might can only read the first trade and then that's it. Well, I'm proving a fact to you that you can read the first seven trades, almost 30 issues of a uh, of a book that's in the nineties now. So a third, little, literally a third of a series, long running series as part of your subscription. So there you have it. That's just a buzz, like a bug I can put in your ear. And again, hopefully like if you, if you want to check it out, it's low risk. Cause if you already subscribed to the service, you just do a search for it. You'll see the unlimited banner and check, you know, add those to your queue and read them at your leisure. And I'll, I guarantee you, you'll, you'll enjoy it. It's really well done, but that's all I have for you guys for this episode. I just wanted to do out. There'll be more trade reviews like this coming in the future, but I will space them out. I don't want to overwhelm you guys with too many. So like I said, I'm going to liberally disperse them throughout the different sides of uh, the different platforms within the comic book savant via the, it be it the podcast here, the Patreon podcast or a video on YouTube. So they'll be spread out. So just be on, if you do like the comic reviews, um, if you're not subscribed to the Patreon, you can get the, um, savant comic book savant extra podcast by subscribing, becoming a Patreon supporter for, um, at least a dollar a month. You get access to that feed and other bonuses, um, through that, you can go to the YouTube channel. I do video re trade reviews as well. That's free. Just go over to uh, youtube.com forward slash comic book savant. Subscribe to the channel. Click on bell notifications. I already have um, a playlist there for reviews I've already done. And I, you know, I constantly have more coming um, to get all the content that, um, that I offer. Um, also, you know, 
You can always find all the content over at comicbooksalot.com. That's the home base for everything. That's the website. Um, if you guys have a moment and you haven't in a while or you haven't ever, if you have a moment, stop over to iTunes and leave a review for the show. That feedback is awesome. And it also helps raise awareness of the show and get helps get bring in new subscribers to the show. So if you haven't done it or say it's been a year or two, do an updated review. Give me a shout out over there. That helps so much. Um, but that's all I have for you guys for this week in this episode uh, for Comic Book Savant. As always, I'm your host, James Harris, and I will see you guys next week for another episode of Comic Book Savant. Until then, you guys have a good week and take care. I will talk to you soon.